there's such a disconnect between the understanding of intimacy. Most people think intimacy has to do with affection, sex, and stuff yeah, like right? that. Right, physical. But sex. intimacy is more so being vulnerable, having a relationship where you can call on somebody, mm-hmm. and just being raw. Like, and- like touching. You're listening to On the Go Voice podcast, the best generational podcast you'll ever tune into. Listen to the voices of this generation where we seek to identify values, stimulate discussions, and vocalize the community. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Charles, your host for On The Go Voice podcast. This is IPC's series. We're going to talk about uh, relationships, and I'm very glad to have uh, guests that I had back in season one to come join me on this aspect mentioned that he wanted to talk about what that brotherhood means and um, at first you know I had to kind of th- think about that because on my end I was kind of curious like what his thought process was behind that and even for me I wasn't sure exactly what it was but then I started to think about it there were a few components that's missing nowadays when we think of what brotherhood might mean so they're here to kind of d- discuss with that you know, um, for me, I I talk about it all the time. I say, bro, hey, bro, welcome in. Hey, uh, how's it going, brother? You know, it's a way to show a sign of respect, a way to be mutual or just a way to, hey, um, acknowledge the other person. But in, in a lot of context that me and Terrell and uh, the other guest is uh, Jerry have uh, agreed is that the brother is, I would say it's not as a, it's not it's not used utilized enough where we actually take it too hard or actually consider it right so with that being said uh what what do you guys see right now when it comes down to this the brotherhood relationship within our generation well um what i would say is that there's a lack of one intimacy mm-hmm. uh, in the sense of really being there for one another right really having each other's back for um, sure i feel like people throw the word around just like the word they throw the word around love oh yeah sure and they throw the word around brother um, right and they use it for to somebody that's their homie but at the same time mm-hmm. they're not willing to get deep uh learn anything really about them not ask questions and mm. if they need something they're one either not willing to even go to their brother mm-hmm. or even their brother is not willing to be there for them right what about you jerry yeah you know i Curious. think that's a really good uh that was a really good take that terrell just mentioned uh you know i i think that it's something that we'll never be able to um completely grab hold of as far as guys because we use it so it's it's a cultural norm yeah for, for us sure. to say brother of course especially However, in the US. um i do agree with ter- terry a lot especially I-, I was gonna ask can i call you terry too you can. no i can't call you terry <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> i said terrell i said terrell uh, let's say terrell I'm, okay okay so you know uh as far as what terrell was saying right now you know, I totally agree because it's something that we'll never be able to just grab a hold of completely. Um, some of us, mm-hmm. as far as the term brother, but there has to be, or at least there should be some type of understanding that it's not just a word that is said mm-hmm. um, freely, but it's also something that is truly meant. You know, right, right, right. when you say when you're someone's brother, I think there's more depth to it. You just someone just said the word uh, love and brother alike they're both access words when you come to think about it when i consider you my brother there's another access 
a, a deeper access to a person's heart. Mm-hmm. The same way you say you love a girl or you love uh, somebody, mm-hmm. there's a deep, deeper level of access now, especially when they accept the fact that you're saying that you love them. There's a deeper mm. level of access that they're giving you into their lives. You know what I mean? So you open yourself up to that, to that intimate place per se. You oh. know what I mean? So you're so, diving. So you're diving deep tonight, Jerry. I, I see you. <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, why not? I feel and, right, right. Right. I just want to interrupt real quick for anybody. I, I, this is not a way for us to say that people who are saying it in the context of like, hate brotherhood or whatever or hey brother is wrong. Right. It's just a way for us to articulate and actually dive deep. And I totally agree with you that right right now you mentioning that us saying that hey brother, it's inviting them as a way of hey look, I seek respect from you as well. I seek a sense of. Uh, openness yeah right yeah i think it's it's a part of one for one it's a part of our culture you mm-hmm. know it's a part of our culture True. if i call you bro um hey, it, bro. it's just it's just it's one of those things it's like saying what's up you know mm-hmm. what i mean we don't realize how often we say it or even people nowadays that say like you know what i mean True. so we describe things and we'll say like and we don't realize we're saying it same thing with brother you know but nevertheless i believe that there is groups of people or people out there that uh take the word brother um in a whole nother way um and in in a deeper level and you know i think that's that's what the discussion is about to really dive in and uh, sort of just making that word right um to to elaborate on it and also terrell before this podcast we've been talking about it is the fact that there's the brotherhood itself like the type of connection we allow and invite is missing components so then it's kind of a disconnect in a way it is right, it is i feel like if you think about this is crazy but if you think about gangs mm-hmm. oh they got it right like mm-hmm. it's sad to right. say but they got it right like it's right or die like if you leave in this relationship we're gonna jump you out or kill you kind of oh, thing shit. like or they're just really loyal and if you they if you know if the other person in the gang needs something, they're gonna be there for you, blood, sweat, tears. God damn. But that's, friendships that's nowadays we don't have friendships like that. That's everything true. there's uh there's no unconditional friendships. There's always conditions on everything. Yeah. So if you do this or you say this, I'm not cool with you no more. Can, can we talk about the unconditional part? Like I think people are afraid to touch deeper into the other parts of their life where you can hold them accountable or even like seek what might actually be going on in their life and just say hey is everything cool you know like hey bro you're cool mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah you know and but then they know that there's something that's going on in their life and mm-hmm. they don't they're missing that sense of support right yeah i mean i feel like i've been there a mm-hmm. time or two um and it how do i say it you can't you can't blame somebody for not being there for you if you don't true. open up that's but true. at the same time if that's your brother they should be checking on you absolutely now, i'm not saying every day but every yeah. once in a while just to see how you're doing mm-hmm. and even if they know that you're doing bad and uh, it's the follow-up that comes yeah. along with it it's as true. well and a lot of times people don't do that if you, they see that you're looking happy now then they're, they're just automatically going to think like oh you're good but nowadays with how society is and and social media mm-hmm. like you portray whatever you want to be on social right, right. media right. and that's how people treat life it's it's kind of it's kind of like we use social media to think that we're cool with people and then we'll say bro but like like we when shit hits the fan mm. most of the time right. 75 percent more or maybe more <laughs> won't actually be there for but you, i right? think that like 
it's same bro and same brother. Although it's the same thing, they're two different meanings. Hmm. Yeah, uh, like I can call somebody my bro, but that's just it's a slang yeah, word. Okay, it's just a way to. But if I call somebody my brother, it's it's a whole different meaning. And then a lot of times I think that people use the word brother, or friends, love, like I said, so loosely mm-hmm. that it really doesn't mean anything to them. So you can I like have to break it down when people are like, oh, this is my friend, and I'm like, oh, how is that your friend? <laughs> do you talk to them? Like, do you have their phone number? No. <laughs> Do you ever talk to them? No. Like, you just know each other right, from social right. media. So how is that your friend? Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like people just use the word so loosely because they don't really know. They're not educating themselves on to use right. better words. Like, that's just your acquaintance, your like, social acquaintance. Like, it, it's, I don't think it's their fault, too. Like, I mean, I tend to have done that right. in the past as well. And it's something that we, as, as a generation, um, don't really, like, take the time to actually acknowledge. Right. We, it, it, without realizing it, again, it's we, we adopted words that we don't even realize the depth to exactly if that makes sense exactly you know um just to chime in on what terrell was saying as well you know about the uh, and then also what you were saying as well charles about the uh the unconditional part i mean you really think about it you said when things hit the fan you know what i mean your brothers are no longer there but mm-hmm. think about that word unconditional unconditional without condition mm. so the whole follow-up part without, that terrell was so, talking about so that's about, what that means huh. yeah never thought about that <laughs> yeah so it's without condition so if you you talk about what the fault fo- you know as far as the follow-ups concern um being you know uh there to follow up to make sure if, even if they're doing wrong that right. you're still there right yeah i mean and that's what unconditional uh i would say love mm. for a person not only that you know in terms of a brother you that's know and a good friend that's what a good friend, a good brother would do. Mm-hmm. Because reality is this: once you're saying brother or bro, you're my brother, it, it's a it's a whole other it's a whole other thing. You're saying you're my family, right? You know, and true family won't abandon family. Absolutely, you know what I mean. Yeah. So whether you know whether you're going through hell or you're going through the hardest of times or you're just mm-hmm. making the most poorest of choices, the right. whole follow up part of that and carrying an un- unconditional heart towards your brother you're gonna realize you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna have the understanding hey you know what even though you're not making the most greatest choices or even though you're going through some really rough times i'm still gonna be there with you exactly. no matter what and that's what a real you know mm-hmm. if we're not gonna say brother that's what a real boy will do yeah, yeah, you know if you're my boy sure. i'm gonna do that with exactly you, you know what i mean be on your side and, and, and exactly. i like i like what you mentioned that you're gonna be there with them exactly you know most of the time we want we want when we try to support people, or at least I, I see myself sometimes doing this and I realize, hold on a minute, I'm not actually being empathetic. I'm just showing a sign of sympathy by saying, oh, what's your problem? Oh my gosh, okay, have you ever thought about this? And like try to shift them right away, but like what's missing in that support when it comes down to, especially within men, is actually being there. And yeah. I think, I think that's, a, that's a whole part, especially here in America, where you know we're afraid to show emotions i think we're right. just afraid or, i think we're so quick to move on to the next person mm-hmm. you know that's we, true we live in a fast-paced world that's and true. sometimes when we're not getting the results we want even off of friendships yeah absolutely you're gone yeah you know what I mean? and then we just uh, dismiss them and like, exactly you know yeah it's it's it, it just becomes a ghost <laughs> in a way you know yeah and you think about it i mean the people let's let's really think about this the people that you remember the most Mm-hmm. aren't really necessarily always the people that give you the greatest words they're the people that are there the longest That's and they true. just get with you and go it go through it with you you know through the hardest of times exactly exactly so. that's exactly and b- by the way um we haven't actually introduced you i mean i know <laughs> yeah. terrell terrell has been here since um season one if anybody has watched but uh 
just a little background. What are, what are you guys doing right now? Right now, so um, I I actually uh, I actually lead a young adult group for our church, nice. uh, church that I attend to. So uh, it's 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 a young adult group from the ages of eighteen to thirty five years old. Oh, okay. My church is called City View Worship. That's so we have a team and, uh, you know, we talk about brotherhood and, you know, talking about brotherhood and just family, that's what we try to create. We try to create a community that, you know, whether uh, whether it's faith based or people of mm-hmm. not of faith. Nice. You know, you're accepted. But that's what I do. And then uh, I'm a little bit of an athlete, but that's okay. pretty much okay. it. All right. So, uh, Jerry, so how'd you get involved with the, with the, uh, the organization that you're involved in right now? Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, I, I, I can say at least... My involvement uh, started about five years ago when I moved here to Oxnard. So All right, guys, we're back. So, technical difficulties, me being the one-man team over here. But uh, it's my duty to make sure that the guests are fulfilled and get the most quality. But yeah, so how did you get involved with the, with the organization that you're with? Yeah, so I moved to Oxnard about five years ago. And I was involved in the local church there. I actually had moved um, from Palmdale. And I was in, I was actually a full-time staff over right. there um, at, at a church in Palmdale. And I moved here. And just recently, about two years ago, um, being the young adult group that we lead now, right. um, we had started a, we had started a young adult group. Um, initially, it was with uh, my friend who had passed away from leukemia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I ended up Sorry taking it. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's, it's a sad thing, you know. Yeah. But, you know, honestly, uh, you know, definitely definitely a good guy um and so i ended up taking over the group went through some transition and uh that's the way i sort of got involved man but i've always loved connecting with people and i feel like especially uh people our age yeah. millennials our generation for sure that's something that we long for i think all people long for it but yeah, i think to that's connect a, right yeah to connect exactly why do you think i have this podcast right <laughs> yeah. why, why are we talking about brotherhood <laughs> exactly right and uh yeah that's why you're always you're very articulate and also you seem to know a lot Thank about you. people as well what kind of activities do you guys do or like when you guys are yeah. building people together yeah so we do we do studies um we actually are gonna have a study this thursday but what we call them is tribe tribe nights mm-hmm. you know tribe is your family in another sense your tribe okay. it's your crew you know so we say tribe nights because the emphasis on it is connection as right. we're talking about mm. it's connection nice. so as 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 much as we do studying there's more connection to it more talking more uh, uh more relating so it's a it's a real safe place we try our best to make a real safe place safe meaning a place where people can be safe vulnerable place. Nice. okay yeah a place that like people that. can be vulnerable and people could be uh, open or not so open, right. but still feel okay in being around a group mm. of people that uh, they feel comfortable with. And you guys are here in Oxnard? In Oxnard, okay. yeah. Interesting. In Oxnard. Okay. Yeah. Where, where, where can they find you? Yeah, um, they can find right now our first meeting, which is this Thursday. We're going to be in Oxnard. The address is 124 Featherstone Street, or you can always uh, DM me. Uh, at it's okay Jerry that's yeah, I T S O K Jerry J E R R Y. Yeah, I know. Almost went blank for a second. <laughs> when you don't want to spell Gary. So. Uh, okay, cool, Jerry. cool. Thank you. That's cool. So I just wanted to let you know, in case anybody might be looking for that. Yeah, space. definitely. Hit me up. Not, not a lot of organizations or group of people who are willing to. Who, who started that by anyways? Like, hmm. who, who started the organization? I was gonna um, say Jesus oh. started church. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like, like as a as a full, because like, 
church yeah they allow that but right. not often they're not as connected to people like hey we're gonna do this outside to yeah. actually so, connect people together so our founding pastor our pastor um who still leads our church mm -hmm. um he he really has a big heart for the young adult group or the nice. for the millennial group and you know that's I mean, I can't say that we're the future. I think we're now, you know? And I think true, it's just our true. opportunity to take hold of I like that. whatever comes for the future. We shape the future. Absolutely. We shape the future. So the future is what comes after us. But right now is the perfect opportunity we are to that. take our place. I, I love it. Yeah, we're, we're taking advantage of that right, right. now, too. What about you, Terrell? Since last time we uh, had you in the podcast, what you been up to? So last time <laughs> we were on the pod, I was on the podcast, I was... Um, doing this magazine that i'm no longer doing okay but there's there was a reason behind it so i started the magazine glitterati mm -hmm. uh, like i uh, spoke about before and i wanted to be able to showcase these artists and whatnot right so as i was doing that i got my camera people together mm -hmm. um i started working with sky who had mentioned last time and i literally just fell into just working with her mm. um kind of like exclusively granted i still do work with other artists but oh. it it sparked something in me to do more of the creative directing thing nice so more of the behind the scenes so if you go to her page sky tunes that's s-k-y-e-t-u-n-e-s okay. majority of everything that you see on the page mm. um is because i basically put it together her and i worked together to be able to create this vision that you guys are that we see. are seeing right now and then check out her new single yeah Mad, coming out soon <laughs> but uh shameless plug all right a little um, bit of promotion and then still doing the life coach thing i'm i've been creating behind the scenes before i really put myself out there in regards mm -hmm. to the life coach i just created a i have two quizzes i guess you could say that it's really to show people what they're missing in their lives okay and part of it is to how they can go and achieve these things right so i had jerry to take one of them right before we got in so here. good <laughs> what what did you get out of it or what, what was the question by the way if you, if you have my so share. basically the one that he took it's 90 questions and it's basically everything that has to do with life mm. um whether it's relationships, um, health care, health and care, uh, what else on their money Finance. management. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all these things. There's 90 questions. There's 10 questions for each category. So you're going to mark off like, okay, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. So then you'll find out all these things that I'm not doing. I should be doing because mm. if I'm doing all these things and I get the score of 90, that means that I'm living my most fulfilled life. Oh, okay. If you get on this each section, if you get lower than five, then mm -hmm. that means that, or five or lower, that means that you're not fulfilled in that area. Okay. So, and you need to work on that. So, in the aspect of fulfillment, are we are we talking about a spiritual fulfillment or like a Just sense fulfillment of fulfillment in life? I feel like a lot of people aren't one hundred percent happy. I had asked one of my coworkers the other day because mm -hmm. I have another somebody that also works with us that's going back and forth in their relationship, oh, and I'm like, I, I see, know I see, all I this. Like, how can somebody, and I think I asked you this the other day, how can somebody uh, be happy in a place where they're experiencing nothing but pain? In oh, yeah. that's that's Dude. a good question. <laughs> um, so so then I had them take the test and, and I realized like, okay, well, clearly this is why you're not happy with mm. yourself because you're not being fulfilled with everything else. So you're willing to accept this because you're accepting everything else mm -hmm. in your life so so it's more like 
I, I would say the identifying emotional aspects yeah, exactly. in their life. Right? Your emotional interesting. Yeah, your emotional right. IQ. What's what's your website first? So I'm gonna put it Jer- down. Uh, journey Journey to Freedom. That's journey to Freedom. Okay, that's your blog two. too, right? Yeah, everything on nice. the Journey to Freedom. Cool, cool. And the reason the name of Journey to Freedom because everybody wants to be free in the of sense course. of being Love able it. to you know do whatever they want mm-hmm. whenever they want nice. and be happy. Yeah, and then speaking speaking of which, you know, when it comes down to the emotional aspects, um, we're gonna go back into the brotherhood. Right. Yes, part. of course. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So uh, when we mentioned a while back, you know, uh, one of the things that's missing within the whole with the men here nowadays especially in america especially millennials you know uh the vulnerability aspect Mm. i wanted to kind of like dive in you guys thoughts about what's i mean you guys have a pretty close relationship i actually read your blog and i see how intimate you guys are in the sense of like where we're gonna describe what that might mean because for some people who might interpret that in a wrong way i had a (laughs) friend not not like that (laughs) y'all i had a friend who who, who not that there's anything wrong with that yeah it's true true i had a friend who uh i used that word and i think she misinterpreted it to the point where i'm just like it's not physical intimate yeah intimacy like i feel like people. let's start with that actually yeah i feel like there's such a what's the word i want to use um disconnect maybe disconnect that's not the word i want to use oh, though okay, but anyways fine. we can go with that <laughs> there's such a disconnect between the understanding of intimacy most people think intimacy has to do with affection sex and stuff yeah, like right? that Physical but touch. intimacy is more so being vulnerable having a relationship where you can call on somebody mm-hmm. and just being raw like and like touching on that layer right exactly like beyond the outer layer. exactly yeah. so it's basically like touching on something but not physically exactly like you know you get the inner inner yeah. being of somebody and it might be uncomfortable but that that's unconditional exactly love we're talking about. and when once you once you're really intimate with somebody in relation it's not going to be uncomfortable true because you're going to trust true, them and true. you're going to know so it's going to feel more like like what jerry's doing for the folks in the organization yeah, is the exactly. space to feel free and open yeah. about it you know yeah and and i think there's wisdom in in choosing who you're per se intimate with mm. you know because intimacy doesn't Whoa. start without vulnerability that's true and vulnerability starts with a choice you have to choose to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and in order to be when you become vulnerable the connection between you and that person or your brother or your sister whoever it is right. becomes intimate you know and that in itself vulnerability is definitely uh <clears throat> it's, it's something that people don't always like to be why That's because absolutely. we live first off we live in a social media world. surface level world. a surface level Sorry. oh my gosh <laughs> you know so it's like i don't know you know a lot of people we think i don't what goes through our minds like i don't know if i can really trust you with this information exactly because if i if so i so much give closeness you, yeah if i give this to you you might hurt me oh but that's but that's why i say See, that's where it, com- it comes with wisdom it comes and with I- wisdom and it comes with understanding and really evaluating the character of the person the character of the person is the person really there for you right engaging those things and then yeah. ultimately the choice is still a risk I think not to cut you off Mm -hmm. but I think that a lot of times the reason why people aren't that vulnerable is because of the past I was going to say the same thing projection exactly (laughs) they've been hurt so many times so therefore even though you are a trustworthy person they got their guard up because they trusted Mm -hmm. the last two exactly and they got hurt and it's understandable however uh, I think as adults as someone who's growing or someone who's committed to growing and Mm -hmm. living their best life you have to be able to take responsibility for your own emotions and yep. learn from it so that you can grow from it, you know? So good. I tol- yeah. I totally agree with that. You know, I, we just were talking about earlier today, I think it was, or yesterday, um, 
a lot of times the hurts we go through or the hurts that we experience are sometimes the catalyst to being able to uh to be able to help people exactly so it's like it, it is a risk and you do get hurt in relationships exactly you know especially when the factor is like even you know in love you the people you love the most sometimes are the people that hurt you the deepest but exactly what you just said right there was so key you know it's taking responsibility Mm -hmm. for our emotions because we can take that emotion and use it as leverage to be able to help people exactly that are suffering from the same exact yeah, yeah. thing so yeah that well, well most agree. people become resentful about that emotion and say hey oh, yeah. because you did this everybody else is exactly the same way and now you have a hate towards the world you have an attachment and that's where the trauma comes in i think when yeah, it comes down yeah, to it yeah. and they'll never really truly heal if they've never faced that trauma and Keyword, i think healing. that's a trigger and I, I know terrell you probably go through that with people right to understand the traumas and help them yeah, heal process same I thing try, with jerry bet right yeah. yeah yeah i try i try my hardest to to understand people and i always say that all relationships are pretty much the same mm-hmm. minus the sexual type thing exactly um but i i do find that guys are willing to open up more so to girls to women and oh. women are more willing to open up to girls so there's got to be something said about us guys that we're not, you know, there's something That's in true. us. And I feel like it's like, it's like a, a, a curse in a sense. Like it's a generational curse that we go through that, you know, we're taught that if you do this or if you cry, you're not a man. Right. Or if you, you're taught that as, as a baby or a kid. You and, know? And, and tying it back to, you know what the masculinity and the male yeah. aspect world the brotherhood mm-hmm. which is the whole podcast is about that i think that's what's missing yeah you know that whole aspect to um be so selective with who we be open to yeah. to the point now we're like facing other brothers mm-hmm. and we're scared to hey help me out with this thing yeah. you know like ask for support because we might feel stupid, especially when it comes down to... I mean, we can ask about, like, business stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Or career decisions, but not, you know, when it comes down to I'm having relationship issues or I'm having mental yeah. health problems. Like, that's not something we talk about. And I noticed that within our generation. Yeah, I think it's, you know, one of my thoughts of it, you know, towards that is because there's such a... I think it's because of the way we... Uh, we've described what it means to be a man. Mm. You know what I mean? Society. 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 That is social media. Social media. The world. You know, because when when you when you talk to someone, it's not always the first conversation that you have with a brother or another guy. Hey man, my heart's broken. Mm-hmm. Hey man, I'm I'm so messed up right now. Because <laughs> you might sound needy or whatever. Yeah, right? you might sound needy, or people might look at you. Oh, you look at me. and say, "Hey, dude, like." what's wrong with you like why are you sharing this like that's not what guys do but nevertheless i mean that's it's really what we should be talking about you know what i mean you know the funny thing about it is like when women get close together that's what they bond over that's true like that's what connects them I've, i've i've actually had the privilege to connect with some even mentors who have given me that space to say it's okay to kind of open up and to the point where Maybe a little extreme. Funny thing is, I'm actually gonna have them next week for a podcast. So, nice. so my old guests, uh, my old mentors and partners, and then we're gonna talk nice. about like feedback and accountability. Uh-huh. But uh, they give me that privilege to kind of like open up and hey, fuck, like it's okay to like yeah. 
be raw with your emotions yes. as a man so that you can move forward and powerfully yeah. move forward and learn and grow from so you can teach others in a healthy way exactly yeah exactly studies show this is a statistic show statistic that guys show. are actually <laughs> more sensitive than women are. oh interesting um so those are studies like they it's, it's a hmm, interesting i don't, I don't want to fact but it's been show. proven that oh. guys are more sensitive even as young as babies mm. than, than women are no, oh. I don't know anything about that, but uh, <laughs> I don't. Either. I've never studied it, but but I yeah. I, I can see <laughs> where it comes down though. to. I mean, especially with all the like all the imaginary boundaries we've created as men, mm-hmm. right? We've kind of like stopped doing that. So now we're yeah. kind. We're, my mentors have mentioned to me, it's like emotional constipation. Wow, that's a good. One. You know, yeah. it's like you're holding in all this like shit, yeah. and now when you're <laughs> When your life's a mess, yeah. you can see why it's it stinks like shit. Because yeah. <laughs> you have all this I mean, shit within you. But it's so real. That's a pretty real analogy. Yeah. I mean, it's, I've never heard it that way, but yeah. it's so true. Use that. It's really, really true. Yeah, that's an interesting <laughs> thing, right? Emotional constipation. Not, 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 that's why a lot of people are full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's so good that you have, you have mentors and you have people that you can be vulnerable with. Because I really... Again, I feel like it comes with wisdom. Mm-hmm. I feel like it comes with wisdom. Not, you can't just share everything with everyone. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's true. But if you choose the right people or you get a trustworthy, at least three group of good friends mm-hmm. or mentors, like you said, yeah. around you, you create a safe environment for you to be able to open up. And Absolutely. it helps you. And it helps you. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it helps anybody. Oh, that for sure. Because then, I mean, when you said being selective with where you're choosing, it depends on how using the context too. Like if using it, if you're asking for support, mm-hmm. like what do I do with this emotion or that I'm feeling or how do I move forward from it? Then yeah, maybe it's be selective. But like from the context of like supporting others, that's when you said being accountable and using yeah. it to your, you know, being responsible for it. Yeah. Now you're using it to support somebody so that you can relate and also empower and also be there with them. Mm -hmm. You know, know that, hey, man, like, I know exactly what you've been through. Exactly. So that's pretty cool. I noticed, um, so RIP to Kobe Bryant, but when all that stuff happened, when he passed away, I noticed that somebody that I follow on Instagram said, like, oh, dang, that was the brother that I never had like a big brother right and it just made me think like you don't even know Kobe like you never talked to him you never met him and that's, that's your big brother like that's sad that but, there's nobody else in your life right, right. that uh, interesting that you know that you were able to open up with or that you felt that connection right with. but that's that's interesting though the impact that Kobe's legacy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean I'm been not able discrediting to that, that at right? all but, but like, like but, but I see what you're saying they a, don't have that in a sense there was no you just seen something on TV and you connected with it, which is an amazing mm-hmm. thing. That's the power that he had. But at the same time, if that's your big brother, then that's sad that you didn't have anybody in your exactly. life growing up at any point right. that yeah. you were connected to. To you be know, able to sh- share that. You know, like hearing what you just said right now, you know, I think, too, in a different light, it's not just, you know, uh, the sadness of knowing that you know that really that's like the only big brother you had mm-hmm. but i think if you you flip it in a different way that's a calling card to show how much of a need there is from guys mm-hmm. that are looking for people to actually connect right with in a deeper way because you know kobe did it kobe did a work on all of us oh with his for sure now, you know and not only that he you know he's he's, he's played yeah he's played such a pivotal role in certain people's lives at certain moments of people's lives where it left an impression that that really impacted someone yeah you know what i mean so i think like 
you know, with Terrell's coming from in a different light, it's also it, it also shows a calling card. It's like, yo, like mm-hmm. I had to depend on somebody that I didn't even know, which mm-hmm. was a great figure yeah. and an awesome role model because I didn't have anybody around. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I and I think that that in itself shows man there's a big need big disconnect yeah there's a big disconnect from the actual physical exactly realm. from their actual association exactly their people, to the people they who know. they consider close yeah. and with that being said you know for especially if, i think if women are listening to this podcast it might give them a clear sense of why they probably go to them <laughs> for yeah. emotional advice and also like for support or maybe why they aren't as open because like yeah. i think Even this in relationships with women oh for sure yeah like the reason that you're going through this stuff could be because of the the you know the lack of emotion that they're showing with you could be because of the lack of emotion that they were willing to be able to show growing up Mm. if that makes sense so because they weren't able to show emotion they don't know how so therefore when you're in this relationship with this guy and you're not getting the fulfillment that you need from him Mm -hmm. it's because he doesn't know how Exactly. And I, t- I tell it to my best friend all the time. Like, you know, I I asked her like, how his how's his family like? You know, she mentions she's not, he's not as open all the time and stuff like that. And I'm just like, well, maybe he wasn't taught that way, so that yeah. you can come in his life to kind of teach him how to access those emotions and how to be. And I think it's a it's a beautiful thing when a man can actually face up to those emotions and understand yeah. how they are, and then invite you to take it on with him oh my gosh that's like shit that's fucking dope (laughs) you know but uh yeah yeah for sure are you guys um actually i lost my train of thought but do you guys have anything anything to top off out of this um you know as far as 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 far as uh this whole you know as far as connecting with uh with women and uh i I think that you even notice it with with guys connecting with their mothers you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, and I, and again, it's something it's something you grow up to. But sometimes, I think not having a dad for some people could could be the big reason why they don't show vulnerability to other guys. That's true. You know what I mean, or maybe being raised or the lack of their presence for even just a time yeah, being. A la- yeah, a lack of their presence, or even the lack of of, of, of emotion mm. from a father to a son. Exactly, you know I mean? understanding that or knowing that that's okay, you know, because yeah. like often they dismissed it. But uh, we're gonna take a quick little yeah. break. All right, guys, we're back, and I was just uh, following up on Jerry's uh, comment that he mentioned. You know, some people don't have that father figure. For me. My, it's not that my dad wasn't there for the first seven years. He, um, when I was born, he was he had the opportunity to basically live out here in America, and he solidified the foundation for me and my family now, which I'm grateful for. Yeah. However, at that time being, even being just there once a year at Philippines with my mom and my sister, I never really took the time to understand that I didn't know, I didn't knew what it took to be a man. And I was often questioning that. So when I learned from, especially growing up with my mom's sister, my aunts, right, mostly women, I I learned those qualities, and that's how I I communicated with the world. So then, seeing how other men operated, I questioned, oh, is this the wrong way to go about it? And I always kind of judged myself. So then I was often reflecting and trying to understand what it does it take to be a man even though i didn't know that until recently wow. you know so that's that's kind of thing that uh i wanted well, to share upon. yeah i I'm, i can relate to that my dad was never in my life um right. I, I don't think i necessarily questioned how to be a man however i felt like i'm was, and even to this day still searching for something that's just not there um and maybe not necessarily 
for him, from him, but just the relationship with guys and mm-hmm. brother or something. Absolutely. The reason for the podcast. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so that's I feel exactly like that's, that's about. the reason why I do, I, I try to be vulnerable or be there, or want to be able to bring light to this particular subject mm-hmm. and be able to help other people is because yeah. I didn't have that growing up. Exactly. So, and I, I know agree. there's so many people yeah. like I had shared with you guys before that, like when you see award shows and these guys go up on stage, they never think their father because nine times out of their 10, mm. their father is never in their life. They think their mother, they thank God and That's they true. think they friends, but they don't think they father. Mm. And there's, there's a reason. Never that. noticed that. Hmm. Pay attention. Oh, well, I'll pay attention more. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty cool. Thanks for sharing that, Terrell. But um, we had a question, you know, I think uh, now that we've kind of touched on this and it's right. dope that we're actually con- uh, being able to bring this into content, which is something I actually wanted to be able to talk about. That's why I was like so excited to have yeah. you guys to talk about. I didn't even know what exactly it was, but I knew it was not direction. I just had a hunch. You know, that's what I wanted to bring to this podcast as well. But now that we've kind of talked about this, you know, the intimacy, what brotherhood's kind of missing and what maybe might be missing from men nowadays and why they're why they're unable to express vulnerability for other people. You know, now as we grow up, we get busy, you know, we get married, we have family, we have jobs, careers, side hustles, whatever it is you're doing. And it gets harder to be there or ask for support from someone or I, I would say it's more harder to actually um establish support for other people how do you guys go about about like the whole follow-up process um the follow-up process as far as um me following up on somebody um i i know i come to the reality is this is as much as i want to help everybody Mm -hmm. i can't help everybody nice that's a good explanation wisdom will tell you you can't help somebody and it's 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 very practical so what Mm -hmm. you do is i what i do is i just choose group of people that I can say, you know what, I can really dedicate my time to texting them saying, hey, how you doing? Sending them something, whether it's on Instagram or whether it's through text and making myself available. You open that door up, at least showing that that door is open. Open that door. Nice. People have access to it. People have access to you. Uh, I think that accessibility is very important. Mm. For me, I try to make it very clear, like, hey, I am accessible for you. You I mean? Okay. I, I respect that. I, I, I didn't notice that I kind of do the same thing. You know, I allow people. I didn't know that I do that intentionally. I think it was just something that I yeah. create because I'm I like, I don't know. I just have deep compassion for people when it comes yeah, down to it. Awesome. And I, yeah. And I just like, hey, if there's something I can do, you can always reach out to me, even though I know I'll probably be busy, but I'll still try to get around them to make sure that I can find a way to support them. You know, I think for me, it's a little different. Like if I initially know that you're going through something mm-hmm. and I was there for you initially, for me, I feel that yeah. it's my duty to make sure that you're OK, because oh, what's okay. like you may not have shared that with anybody else. Mm. It's good. So, so if you didn't share that with anybody else and I'm supposed to be the person that I'm not supposed to, but I'm the person that, you know, you trusted enough right, and right. then I don't hit you back up, then what good am I? That, that I like that. And a lot like, of people, like a lot of people, like, like sad to say, like they kill themselves over stuff like this because they yeah, feel like they don't have anybody. That's, that's exactly what we're trying to prevent. And like, if it was yeah. so hard for them to go to you the first time, they may not go to you the second time. So that's why you need to follow up. Absolutely. You have to hold yourself accountable for sure. You know what I mean? And I know we're human and 
you know sometimes life gets busy as you said that's why you brought up this topic which is really good um but you do in a sense have to hold yourself accountable especially when you come to the understanding that you're responsible for people you're human you're gonna make mistakes you're not gonna answer every call you're not gonna get back to every text message but if you have the understanding that i am holding myself accountable to this person's life because they need me right then you have to do your very best to get back to them or to intentionally make some room make some time to get back to it and i feel the same way you know it's i know that i am just one person who can't support everyone that comes into my life who asks for support however i i make it kind of like a duty like you mentioned and uh, the responsibility to do whatever i can Mm. When time comes, you know, when I'm, when they're in need of help and yeah. they get back in that text and, Hey, uh, you texted me a, a couple of hours ago. Is everything okay? How, how's everything been? You know, and just catching up and then see where they take it from there. Yeah. And then sometimes you got to ask people too, like, Oh, how are you doing? Yeah. Like, I'm true. I'm like, good. How you really doing? Are you? And then you got to follow up. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. Like, how are you doing? Yeah. And Cause every, like, if you go see somebody, I'm like, Oh, do you see me? Well, yeah, how are you doing? Yeah. yeah. They're just going to say, Oh, I'm good. <laughs> Cause it's yeah. just so cliche. That's it's, just what everybody is. says. But like, it's just know, a way. Can... It's just a way to relate and acknowledge it. But yeah. like, it's a way to be formal, but not really a and way. Get so deep. And I've yeah. I've had like done it before. Like when I yeah, asked him, I'm like, "Oh, how you doing, Kevin?" And he was like, "Actually, I'm not doing good at all." And I was caught off guard. Whoa, like, whoa, hold on, I wasn't ready was, for this. <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't even like. I didn't expect this to go this way. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But because but nobody ever does that, so exactly. you don't expect somebody to say like, "Oh, exactly. I'm not doing good." Well, it's funny because uh, when <laughs> when people ask me, "Hey, how are you doing, Charles?" I'm like, "You know, I've been better." And then I'll articulate. I'm like, "Okay, well, thanks for asking. Now I'm gonna use this time to yeah. take." A, I, I I don't know if that's kind of selfish, but like, not at all. if people ask for it, I'm just like, "Hey, I'm gonna share with you what I'm going through and how I'm taking it on. And if I if they can support me, then shit." And that so even shows it. somebody else to be vulnerable in that <laughs> exactly. moment, like you know. And then even Dan, for anybody just watching, this yeah. is just a way of being vulnerable. Just yeah. oh, saying, yeah, hey, I'm not okay. Like, understanding that you are not okay is okay is a step forward to progression. Big exactly. Time. You got to you know? identify it. You, yeah, absolutely. You, you, have to, you, have, you have to identify it. If not, it's always going to be exactly. dark. It's just going to be stuck in there. And like I said, it's just going to build up that whole emotional constipation. constipation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, a little vision for what we're we're talking about here since you know we have people listening to um you know imagine um, imagine this how much the game would change if we actually developed a culture of accountability like that to somebody absolutely where now i'm not just helping you but because i've helped you and you see what my intentions are in doing so Mm. you do that for others as well it's like that space it's like redefining what that brotherhood is or not just brotherhood but for any type of relationship you might have right any relationship oh that'd be powerful by the way i feel like a lot of times too in regards to brotherhood that the mistake that we make is yeah we're there for somebody else but when it's our time to need somebody and that person's not there for us and it sucks it does suck but like then we have a hard heart towards that person oh i see i see what you're and saying. then their relationship D- diminishes out because right i think it's coming for me like i know sometimes people will get busy or whatever happens for their life or they decide to be resentful or disconnect with me yeah 
I try to operate from being compassion without expecting anything in expecting, return. Expecting, exactly. Expectations rule. That, exactly. Yeah. Expectations is such a, uh, my gosh. I mean, granted, we all expect something. True. I had to tell some, somebody, one friend before, like, um, you ex- you expect this of me. And they're like, I don't expect anything of you. And I'm yeah. like, if I didn't do this anymore, would you be surprised? They're like, well, yeah, that means that you expect me no, to do that. You <laughs> called them out right on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting okay well that's good you know now that we i think articulated on that i think that's a good framework to kind of understand what might be missing you know within friendships in general yeah. no strings I, attached yeah, yeah no, no strings, strings attached time. just I think just seek, seeking brotherhood like for instance when i met him like i felt like i definitely seeked out the relationship mm-hmm. and kid you not i remember we're at work and um, he said hi to me a couple times. I'm like, why the hell does he keep saying hi to me? You know, I'm a say hi guy, bro. I didn't know that though. Like, you know, and I swear I woke I'm up one morning. Uh, that's true. I got that first vibe, first impression. I woke too. up one morning and I remember telling Gladys and I was like, I feel like him and I are supposed to be friends. Oh, like, God put it on my heart. Not knowing How long at ago? the time. This is, um, it's going on two years. Yeah, two yeah. years? Oh, Not knowing at the time that he was like super into the church. Yeah. And my thing was God told me that mm. we were supposed to be friends yeah that's dope yeah so i li- when i mean seeking out like i literally went through our job looking for him <laughs> and, and, and and you know what you know also to tap on that that space right there mm-hmm. you know i think you know and, and and i know this is gonna sound so contrary to who i am mm. but because we're talking about the church you know for me personally the type of person i am it's not so much just because of the church but it's just because I'm so into people, you know right, what I mean? Right. I'm so into people. So I, I do want to share this is for those of you um, that are listening or that are watching that perhaps maybe you don't have a faith. You don't have a faith and that's completely right. fine. You know, you could be totally for people though. True, true. You know, and so I believe that it creates a safe place. Mm-hmm. Like I said, a safe space for whether you're journeying on faith or whether you have no faith in anything at all, you could still have a heart for people. It's true, mm-hmm. and I think that I think that's a natural tendency, and I think of people who say that they've lost trust for people or humanity. It's just people that haven't haven't actually faced what they're struggling with, you oh, know, yeah. the tr- past conflicts or traumas. And or, I think a lot of times too, like with, when we see somebody that's struggling with something, and we don't feel that it's that worthy for you to be crying <laughs> over because i went through something harder yeah yeah, yeah. but like Jeez. you went through something harder yes but because because you're able to go through something harder maybe they're this is what they're able to exactly. go through and they There's, couldn't go you through can't anything. quantify exactly no, not at conflict all, at all i feel like no. a lot of times we weigh people mm-hmm. on our scales when you're not oh for sure you gotta weigh oh, them yeah. on their own scales. yeah exactly oh i love that you're especially oh coach coach troll over here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You can't call. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, we're we're actually gonna wrap it up. Do you guys have any? Do you want to add on? Um, I know, I know you guys are working on a few projects. Uh, why don't you guys tell us about that? I mean, for anybody listening, I mean, well, anybody want to listen um, to your journey. So at our job, and I want to be able to bring this to the world. But at our job, like I, we have this wellness program. Um, we work at Alert Communications. Okay. If anybody wants a job that lives in the Ventura oh, County area, shut up. Um, say us because we get money. When yeah. we oh. no, I'm playing. Oh, <laughs> we do, but <laughs> money. but no, no, it's good money. They pay good. But anyways, yeah. at our job, they they really take care of us, and they have this wellness program where it has like health, um, financial stability, and like yoga, oh, cool. just so you can be, that's you know. Cool. They they all they also pay for uh, 
a gym membership because I know they a do, few people yeah, uh, go to the gym working oh, on 24 yeah, hour yeah, fitness. Exactly. So I'm like, oh, you already have. Oh, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Do my job. Let me. They don't I'm pay like, for the whole thing. They give you a good discount. Thing. Still. Yeah. Still Huge better discount. than something. Twenty four dollars. Yeah. Keep you going. And that's, that's a pretty good company. That's Shout out big, alert. Yeah. But so anyways, <laughs> um, I was like, well, I'm a life coach. I could be able to contribute something to this, mm. like you know. So um, I created this program, and I'm, Jerry's gonna help me with it. Yes. Um, where we can be able to give back to people that actually need help in leading to their freedom and being able to open up, be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like it's going to be a good thing. And I want to be able to then eventually bring it out to the world. Okay. Yep. Well, what's what's that progress looking or process looking like right um, now? So right now, so it's I want to see how like, I can help. It's kind of like well. a what would you say like a. I can't think of the word. I'd be having brain farts. Oh, that's, um, that it's kind of like uh, a workshop. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, it's like a workshop. Nice. So you go into it, um, and we basically, I don't want to say train, but teach you something that you can apply to your life. Right. And then from there, the next class, you'll learn something else. So it starts off with like building hmm. up boundaries. A lot of people don't have boundaries. So when people do something to them, then... You know, they feel hurt, they feel whatever the case is because you don't have those boundaries laid up. And then there's like a four step module of how on, people deep. cross the line, right? Right, what you should do. Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. No, I, no, you no. just actually gave me a really good idea for this series. Um, and if you're open to it, we could do a little bit of collaboration where we could build community and then you can facilitate. And all I'm doing is document what can be documented, mm-hmm. and maybe we can, yeah, I'm so down, hmm, totally. You together. Yeah. Oh, okay, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about it. I yeah. think we can just find like spaces yeah. and Brain time and date because it might be good for either one of the series we might have or maybe this month. Yeah. Depends on you know the urgency when it comes down to it. Yeah, you know one of the things is because you know we're 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 obviously we, we're people people we're, we're people persons people people yeah. persons. people 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 <laughs> persons. Um, but because we we know so many people that work, mm-hmm. you know, and um, some of us. Have, some people have given us access to their lives and what have you right um and then some people we just we talk on a surface level and you know we just we could just see it we really believe that I, at least i believe if you're doing good personally you're gonna do good at work and so it's like a win-win Dude, situation that is actually that's something i uh i was taught uh, with my mentors it's like how you do anything is how you do everything it's like there's four foundations that you're filled with it's like your body your your uh, being balanced and your business yeah. basically your relationships your yeah. overall well-being and also like your Big finances time. and all that and if you're doing really bad in one thing it's like everything else starts to affect because we're not like one or two dimensional people yeah that's what i've been taught we're actually yeah. four dimensional maybe more uh, yeah that we operate on this aspects of our life yeah. how we create you know how we operate which is interesting but uh okay thanks for sharing that jerry yeah terrell sorry jerry <laughs> I was gonna say, Jerry, what do you got going on? Yeah, so right I didn't now, mistake your name. Just right so you now, know. <laughs> my, main, my main focus is just our, our young adult group. Um, All right. I mean, recreationally, uh, I'm, I'm training right now. Uh, I fought for about six years competing boxing. Okay. So I mean, it's it's a it's it's I'm on the fence right now whether or not I want to start competing again. But besides that, nice. I mean, for me. I'm like you, man. Fitness is fitness is you know fitness is key, is man. It makes you, fitness is life, bro. It makes you feel good, bro. <laughs> it makes you feel good. So that's what I do. Besides that, you know, again, uh, if it's not in the young adult group, 
it's just in life i love connecting mm-hmm. to people bro yeah for sure building that platform yeah okay for anybody listening uh any last words you guys want to say yeah Ed. i actually am a creative director so if you need oh, some work or some that? help with something follow me i mean look at, swag, <laughs> look at this look at the swag who says that word well i don't <laughs> even say yeah, that i I, <laughs> I intentionally said that because nobody says it anymore it's so i know sure. yeah bringing it back yeah <laughs> but, but um yeah you can follow me on oh. social media that's t-e-r-r-e-l-l garnett g-a-r-n-e-t-t there we go see i know how to say my name or spell it i should say i just didn't want to spell gary you know i don't know how i would spell it but you know maybe it was just me choking up i'm not sure you know i would like to share just you know i want to i want to say thank you for you know having us and then also i also want to say you know for those of you that are listening i really want to just encourage you uh if you've been hurt by somebody or uh you've had a couple failed friendships or relationships that it's not over sometimes failure uh failure is a learning block failure is a learning lesson it's going to make you stronger but right. I want to encourage you just to be the best version of yourself and uh, continue to shed light on people because what, what you go through has complete intention. I don't believe anything's wasted that you go through in life. Right. And can I just piggyback yeah. on that and chime in? And I think as humans, our purpose is to pass on. Yeah. I think we're I think we're not meant to be alone. No. Not I at think all. we're not always going to be connected. And I like, you know, that you spreading that message to continue yeah. that. You know, I like yeah. that pay forward mentality. Yeah, big you time. Know. We have to, man. Yeah, exactly. Feel, before I let you go. Yeah, no. I do want to say that I feel like uh, we need to pay attention to patterns that we also do. True. Um, accountability. Even, yeah, accountability for yourself. Pay attention to the, the things. More so recently, I was going through something. Right. And I'm like, why do I feel like this? And I happened to read one of my blogs. And I'm like, I felt like this two years ago. So if I don't have any of the same people in my life anymore, Mm -hmm. and I've changed all these different things, I'm still attracting things that, that, you know, so I need to make a change. Exactly. So so if you're not happy in whatever relationship, whether it be with friends or whatever, like it's okay to walk away. I know we're talking about earlier being <laughs> unconditional, but if it's not serving you any purpose oh, and it's not, yep. it, it's, it's not serving you any purpose, then it, it is okay to walk away. Wow. And that doesn't that mean that you don't love them no yeah, more. Yeah, exactly. You could still love I've them. Done, I've done that too. But from a oh, distance. Yeah. I've had a hard time doing that as well for myself because sometimes I'm so giving and accommodating yeah. to the point where I allow people to step all over me. It's exactly. funny. It's self-love. Yeah. You've been having dreams about, dreams about being stepped over? No, not stepped over <laughs> intentionally. <laughs> I think I just it. dreams where I feel like people are trying to dominate whatever I'm doing. Yeah. And I had to put my foot on the ground and be like, that no. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, that means something, bro. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, okay. Um, I just wanted to give a little teaser. For my sure. Instagram. Yeah, uh, dude. It's gonna you, be you promote yourself. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna ask, hey guys, what does it mean? What does uh well okay, I don't know what to say. Um something like a little teaser, like hey guys, we just talked about what that means for brotherhood, and I'm gonna flip the camera to you guys and be like, you guys can say something or stay tuned or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did, did that did that make sense? Not at all. I'm not even gonna <laughs> lie to you. Clear. No, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna say, "Hey guys, uh, are you you're recording on your thing?" Yeah. Oh, okay, so you're being like, "Oh, okay, I get you." Oh, okay, okay. I get you. And I you guys it. are like, "Oh, stay tuned." Right, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, I got you. I got you. my Instagram post. Hey guys, just finished recording with Terrell and Jerry to talk about what it means to 
for brotherhood right guys yes oh, stay tuned stay tuned there it's we coming. go there we go stay tuned guys Cool. Thanks for being on, guys. And uh, and for everybody listening, thanks for coming in. See you guys in the next episode.